0: Wolverine take a 1-0 lead off the rocket, off the stick of
1: Jeff Cambolini. Perry through the middle. Touchdown, Michigan. And the Wolverines have won it in overtime. Michigan wins by a score of 27-24.
0: And the team storms the field to mob Chris Perry.
1: WCBN Sports. 88.3 FM Ann Arbor. WCBN.org. Grabs on to attempt it for the Wolverines. Holds her breath and Arbor as Navar gets set. Places down. Kick is up. It's long enough. It's good! It's good! Michigan wins the game! Michigan shocks Washington and the Wolverines are there! Yeah, that'll be a good one. Uh, Welcome to another edition of uh, Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim DeWire. Uh, Beware of the Ides of March. I think Shakespeare said that. But, uh, yeah. um, Artemidorus. Words to Caesar. Unheeded. Unheeded. And, of course, the Ides of March uh, here in uh, the Ann Arbor area uh, provided a uh, very unusual event, a tornado. You know, the weather was almost identical today. Very nice, uh, probably at 4, 4.30 in the afternoon. No one had any idea that this kind of weather was on the way. I wanted to commend public radio stations here in the Michigan area, including WCBN, that I happen to be listening to at 5.30, the emergency broadcast warnings from uh, the Washington County Sheriff regarding the oncoming storms. Basically, you had half an hour to 45 minutes to uh, heed the warnings. They gave you very detailed information about where the storms were, where they were headed. We have better uh, weather uh, forecasting and radar than ever before. And I think it once again underscores the value of public radio. They have up-to-date Relevant information, which, by the way, you can get radio.
0: Locally uh, based and and directed, Yeah, unlike the satellite channels or the megalithic uh, broadcasters like Clear Channel Stations, which are just fed signals from Nebraska or somewhere.
1: Yeah, with live human beings that can give you updated uh, weather. I was listening to CBN at 530, 535 when the initial warnings came through, and then I switched over to WUOM, which... uh, to commend them for what they did, they suspended their fundraising that was going on and gave very, very detailed, updated information. So remember that in these kinds of situations, your your power may well go out, so it's very uh, useful to have a radio with uh, batteries.
0: Yeah, computer, uh, useful tool, but uh, completely uh, just a useless piece of crap if there's no electricity.
1: Yeah, and, r- and remember that Baghdad, after the United States invaded... Illegally, immorally, etc., back in 2003, uh, had many, many days without electricity. Lots of days. We're not talking here about rolling blackouts where you might be without power for three or four hours. We're talking about days on end in uh, 90 degree heat. Uh, but mission accomplished. <laughs>
0: Indeed. Well, mission accomplished uh, in, in a realistic sense here. The the emergency broadcasting system works. Yes. You know, the there were I think no fatalities in Dexter. Uh, some yeah. injuries. Uh, lots of property damage, of course. Nobody can do anything about that, but lives are saved by this kind of public spending.
1: And obviously, a tornado in uh, Michigan is almost unheard of. But uh, uh, we certainly in March, May in the future, be looking at this kind of weather as this. Uh, Climate change continues to um, be be manifest around the world. Uh, There is no scientific evidence to support the global, I don't want to call it global warming, we'll just call it climate change deniers that are frequently funded by the fossil fuel industry, other large corporations, and disinformation specialists like Rupert Murdoch's News Corporation and uh, his uh, tabloids in Britain. Uh, the so-called Ang- East Anglia hacking scandal is still unfolding uh, regarding that disinformation. Uh, by the way, in a re- very recent New York Review of Books, there's a very good article by uh, William Nordhaus about the global warming deniers, Well worth checking out. While Alabama and Mississippi have had their primaries, um The trend is the same. Uh, Rick Santorum cannot get over 40% anywhere. He does well in states that have heavily evangelical uh, bases within the Republican Party. Alabama, ironically, is listed as the most evangelical state in the United States. Mississippi is ranked as the most conservative state in the Union. And while Romney finished third, and Newt Gingrich made a very bizarre comment about frontrunners can't keep finishing third. <laughs> and I kept saying, uh, you where always. They, where did that put him? <laughs> you always finished third. He finished second in both Alabama and Mississippi, but the margin of victory for Santorum in those two states was inadequate. Uh, Romney won Hawaii, so he actually came away with more delegates last Tuesday uh, on a pretty uh, sort of home run. Uh, you know, home game, road game sort of situation.
0: Have you ever seen a scenario where uh, delegate votes from Puerto Rico were given such prestige?
1: Yeah, very interesting. Bizarre. And, of course, Romney uh, slammed uh, uh, (laughs) Rick Santorum into the Atlantic Ocean in Puerto Rico. I think the vote there was 80 to 20. Uh, Newt Gingrich, Ron Paul didn't compete. Ron Paul, by the way, in Mississippi, Alabama, got uh, less than 5% in both states. Uh, not good for him. Abortion is the only thing keeping Santorum in the race. Yet the media keeps underplaying this as the as the main uh, voting base that Santorum's got in these primaries. Tomorrow's Illinois primary will be very interesting to see... Uh, how Santorum really does. Newt Gingrich seems to be fading. The big fig is all but shriveled. And uh, withering on the vine. So we'll give him a brain damage award for his uh, second uh, quasi-victory speech uh, after finishing second in both Mississippi and Alabama.
0: Yeah, it's uh, reported uh, by Thomas Beaumont and Beth Foley here that... Uh, Gingrich's campaign is hoping to do well in uh, March 24th's primary in Maryland uh, and Wisconsin, which is the childhood home of Gingrich's wife. So that's a big factor, the childhood home of Gingrich's wife. So they're all going to pour out for Newt in Wisconsin. I doubt that very much,
1: uh, but... uh, Though she's she's allegedly making quite a uh, fashion statement uh, regarding her hairdo. Oh, well, someone has
0: to. uh, The Romneys have the pretty much perfunctory politician and spouse do. And, (laughs) you know, that's uh, just sort of the Devo wig. But uh, it'll be a hoot for sure. Uh, I'm sure we're all looking forward to the end of the uh, campaign and the uh, slugfest that will be the Republican convention.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, it's quite clear that it's either going to be Romney or some sort of negotiated convention. Um, the other candidates. Presumably
0: s- for the second spot on the ticket.
1: Yeah, and I think that April 24th is going to be the decisive day. There are a number of northeastern states uh, and Santorum's home state of Pennsylvania that day. But because Connecticut uh, and New York and Rhode Island and one other state are all on the ballot, I expect Romney to actually dominate the delegate uh count that particular day just a quick uh, note for the record regarding normal highs and lows for this time of year here in ann arbor normal high 44 degrees normal low 24 degrees
0: (laughs) that gives you seventy-nine, eighty for a couple days
1: yeah that gives you an idea of how uh, bizarre the uh, weather has been in the last couple of days obviously uh most of us like spring weather. Uh, I'm no exception. I love spring. Some
0: um, of us feel robbed of winter, though. I, you know, When as- I was
1: a kid, I loved summer the most, but it's uh, scary when we go from winter to summer in a week.
0: Well, it's like Washington, D.C., where spring lasts about three to five days. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much what we've got here. Glad we came back to this, actually, because I've got two clippings here that uh, connected to this at some level. Uh, One is a uh, recent study that uh, nearly 4 million people across the U.S. from Los Angeles to much of the East Coast live in homes more prone to flooding from rising seas fueled by global warming according to a new method of looking at flood risk. Uh, Cities that have the most people living within three feet of high tide. The projected sea level rise by the year 2100 are Florida, Louisiana, New York. And the article goes on to say later, sea level has risen about eight inches since 1880, Uh, says lead author Ben Strauss, scientist at New Jersey-based Climate Central. Um, Oh, it's got to be a liberal liberal conspiracy then. Climate Central, that sounds friendly. Uh, In addition to the basic physics of ever-warming water, expanding scientists say hotter climates will cause glaciers in Greenland and Antarctica to melt, causing seas to rise even more. We've been seeing this happen for quite some time now and on another related note uh, a scientist whose work led to a sort of a I'll say even a culture shift uh, of recognition with regards to the hazards that what came to be known as normal everyday life in the convenience uh, that is America um, couldn't continue unabated Uh, the aerosol spray can oh yeah Uh, F. Sherwood Rowland, or Sherry, as uh, his buddies all called him at the lab. Uh, Sherwood Rowland, atmospheric chemist, uh, was the first one in uh, 1974 uh, to come to the conclusion that chlorofluorocarbons were uh, going to have a devastating effect on the ozone layer. And, of course, aerosol spray cans back in the 60s, 70s when you were a kid, they were everywhere. Deodorant.
1: Yeah, Newt Gingrich was known to use copious amounts of right guard. (laughs) To no avail. (laughs) To no avail. (laughs) And it was definitely right guard. (laughs) Not left guard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while well, he sported those leisure suits back when he was a professor of That's history.
0: Right. Rocking those sexy sideburns, too, there. And uh, that was what everybody did. You sprayed everything out of a can
1: and... Uh, Probably had Brute for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brute and right guard, definitely Newt Gingrich's brand's.
0: But, of course, uh, Sherwood Rowland's uh, announcement, um, you know, some of his colleagues felt he was going too far, overstepping his bounds. A scientist's job is merely to report information rather than become a sort of an activist or campaigner in some sort of cause. Uh, One notorious article in a trade magazine, which I'm sure some of us subscribe to, called Aerosol Age. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Collector copies of those are few and far between. Available now uh, on here, on in microfilm en- somewhere. Internet, right? Uh, speculated that uh, that Roland was a KGB agent out to destroy capitalism. Uh, but you know, in 1974, when this announcement was made, I was an 11-year-old kid, and you, you know, kids pay attention to stuff like that. Kids are uh, interested in nature and science, mm-hmm. and, uh, but it takes the important work of scientists who are unafraid to you know, take a personal stand and say this goes beyond merely my professional concerns, but uh, this is damn important and we need to pursue it. So uh, an acknowledgment of uh, the life's work of Sherwood Rowland, who passed away a couple of weeks ago.
1: And, of course, th- those chlorofluorocarbons uh, also involved in refrigerants, uh, pr- yep, uh, you know, basically um, freons, were part of the disappearance of the so-called ozone hole or the creation of the ozone mm-hmm. hole that protects the Earth uh, from uh, dangerous <laughs> cosmic rays. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem with the world today. We probably have been exposed to too many of those. Cosmic rays. Not enough tinfoil hats to go around. And of course, uh, you know uh, the fact that he would be called a KGB uh, agent is reminiscent of uh, even some of the modern controversies that I've been reading lately about fluoridation of water. Of course, it's amazing how long lived that fear, that you know, complete madness. Is. Mandrake,
0: children's ice cream,
1: children's ice cream. For God's sake, Mandrake! I gave you an order. Regarding the confiscation of all radios. Why do you have that battery operated radio?
0: <laughs> well, I'm what you call a waterman, Jack. Three
1: buckets of it. Oh, boy. Well, um, we uh, digress, as always, into the realm of the absurd, but what else uh, can you do these days? The way the world uh, seems to um, rotate. Well, there's
0: a, speaking of the world rotating in absurdities, there's a rash. This is. Not a serious article, but I think an interesting one pointing to where desperation levels are at in everyday uh, life. Uh, The headline is Tide Disappearing from Store Shelves as Some Thieves Use It to Buy Drugs. The big jugs of liquid laundry detergent apparently in uh, various uh, cosmopolitan areas around America, uh, such as in this case uh, Prince George County, Maryland, losing thousands of dollars worth of Tide Uh, In sort of thefts here, uh, people are using it to buy drugs. Dealers, local dealers are accepting liquid laundry detergent as cash money, which they then apparently sell back to unscrupulous retailers. Um, Just bizarre. And, of course, heroin uh, use is up uh, Mm -hmm. in southeast Michigan. Uh, I forget the actual number, but uh, in the southeast uh, Tri-County area or whatever, there were recently three deaths, 30 arrests. Uh, for heroin possession. So drug use is strong and steady of the the heavy, hardcore narcotics drugs are the truly dangerous ones. And when people are so desperate that laundry detergent becomes a sort of newfound currency, you wonder if my suggestion from some years back of just buying all the Afghani uh, opium, taking the money out of the hands of the Taliban and just distributing it uh, in some sort of a, you know, Friendly use for harmless addicts, sort of a program. Uh, you know, here we
1: are, people stealing laundry detergent to buy drugs. Well, don't donate any Tide to Newt Gingrich's campaign because <laughs> the leisure suits were burned long ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's interesting, you know. Currency, of course, there's gold, gold is down, so Tide values are up. <laughs> Tide is up, gold, gold is, is down. <laughs> the tide is turning well i thought it might have been some weird thing about procter and gamble cuz you know they've been oh right targeted over the years because of uh wiccan stuff and witchcraft and strange other uh uh pseudoscience that uh some people uh, think procter and gamble which pretty much about is as all american a company as you can imagine um is engaged in some sort of Communist conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this paranoid style of American politics—it never really goes away. It never goes away, and, and of course, there's always demagoguery that works with uh, voters all across America regarding this. Uh, there's always an amusing uh, incident from abroad. This one from Egypt. It, uh, is reporting that a uh, Egyptian law a lawmaker named Anwar Al balcony was expelled from his ultra conservative party because he got a nose job that he claimed after his nose was bandaged up that he had been beaten up by <laughs> some thugs uh, common so, enough occurrence i suppose and we'll give uh Cairo. that one a brain damage award just for the sake of how amusing it can be and of course uh snow jobs and nose jobs are ubiquitous throughout our culture uh, there's been a lot of focus over the weekend, by the way, on this uh, so-called Mike Daisy scandal regarding uh, Apple, mm. his uh, his uh, uh, monologue, so to speak, about Apple Computer, which, of course, has been in the news big time this past week. They announced a dividend today for the first time in, oh seventeen 17 years. Uh, kind of interesting that it's been that long. Um, and, of course, the uh, the new iPad came out. Big fanfare about that, as usual. Uh, apparently, there weren't any lines, though, because all of the initial reviews on the product were that it wasn't much different than the last product. Well, I thought there was going to be no lines because everybody just ordered it online instead of in line. Factory obsolescence, uh, part of the American capitalist system. Indeed. Never to be ignored as a concept uh, about which to understand... Um, Technology in particular, because if you're an early adopter, yeah, there are some cool things about being an early adopter, but you're always going to pay more. Um, What else have we here? Well, uh, in another interesting example of Rick Santorum's inability to um, deal with the fact that he's running for president, about a month ago, he, uh, has challenged, uh, the fact that he is not on the ballot in, uh, the state of Indiana, which has a primary on May 8th. Um, I seem to recall the last time Rick Santorum was not, uh, he's obviously missed some congressional Filing deadlines. Yeah, he's missed some congressional, uh, districts both in Ohio and Michigan that, uh, hurt his delegate total, um, here and there, more, more so in Ohio, but, uh. He wasn't on the ballot at all in Virginia. And, of course, this is actually where Ron Paul did uh, the best that he's done in any state. He got 40 percent of the vote, which reflects the anti-Romney constituency that does remain in the the Republican Party and is certainly real. Uh, But it's interesting that uh, Santorum's failure uh, actually uh, is not statewide, but it is—actually, it is statewide. I'm— making a mistake here, but Indiana had redistricted the congressional districts, gerrymandering, another uh, very nefarious part of American politics that allows um, party interests to, uh, rather than have the voters pick the candidates, the candidates pick the voters, as the yeah. saying goes, and this uh, failure to uh, get enough votes in Marion County, um, because it had was divided up into two congressional districts is where Santorum fell short. <laughs> very interesting, the technicalities of all these things. And, of course, over the weekend, very troubling about some of the problems in Missouri, once again with the caucus uh, situation. The, uh, Republican caucuses, I think, deserve to, to be uh, scrutinized by some sort of federal investigation. Just remember that uh, ALEC, which is the uh, American legislative... Uh, Oh, I'm forgetting the exact uh, uh, the the whole name of the group, but they basically focus on state legislatures and the Republican Party is mounting in 38 states voter suppression mm. uh, act- actions. Basically, they're this is this is how they think they can win the election, uh, denying the right to vote uh, all over the country, and this is what they're targeting on. Uh, very troubling, and we'll give the. Uh, Republicans here in the state of Michigan on Brain Damage Award for continuing to uh, orchestrate this so-called right-to-work rubbish in the state legislature. This is a fact that I read recently. Don't have it with me on the source. Might have been a recent Harper's Index, but uh, six of the top ten states with the highest unemployment rate in America are right-to-work states. There is no connection between right-to-work and uh, a robust economy. It is a basic, classic effort to um, lower pay and help corporations, plain and simple. Yeah, it's a pretty standard Chamber of Commerce fair. Yeah, and uh, very troubling that even Rick Snyder, Governor Rick Snyder, is not in favor of this uh, bowel movement uh, that continues to occur here in the state of Michigan on this issue. Well, and we'll see
0: to what extent uh, a recall of Wisconsin's governor may be pursued beyond a certain point. I think they're they're still counting stuff there Mm -hmm. uh, for that. Uh, What do you think about Obama's recent uh, comment uh, denouncing uh, Republican candidates as flat earthers? Uh, It reminds me a little bit of the sort of uh, edgy Obama that once uh, said, what a shame it is that so many Americans out of fear cling to God and guns.
1: Mm-hmm. Though he was roundly he, criticized he was roundly yeah, criticized yeah. for
0: that and he backed away from it uh, rather uh, quickly. but uh, there's a real kernel of truth to that uh, indeed that that sort of uh, hateful, suspicious uh, segment uh, component of the American body politic is there and there's the uh, naysayers of science, you know, oh global warming's a hoax, the so people who, you know, have no reason not to believe it other than that they're encouraged to, to not believe it because, well, they didn't like school or science, uh, so they don't like scientists. It's just hard to figure why people get to that point where you just flatly say,
1: no, I reject
0: that science.
1: Yeah, and I would be curious to, to know how Rick Santorum's children are homeschooled in science. Uh, that would be a very interesting um, fly-on-the-wall situation that I would love to be the fly because um, I don't know what they're being taught uh, regarding science, because I think what's troubling to me about the Republican Party uh, is that, you know, Newt Gingrich is is a kind of an erratic gadfly type. He's, you know, he he's been in power. He's been a public figure for a long time. We know who he is and what he's all about. Mitt Romney is trying to undo the policies of the Obama administration and undo his own political history over the last decade. He's basically converting all sorts of positions that he obviously doesn't even believe in, that gaffe that he had in Ohio regarding um, the so-called blunt amendment was a classic Romney. He s- gave the correct answer the first time, then he realized it was uh, out of step with the uh, Republican primary electorate, so he corrected himself. Then he you know, issued a correction through a spokesman, then the next day he tried to claim he was confused by the question. <laughs> Uh, I'm not confused about Mitt Romney. Ron Paul is trying to undo the 20th century. He is... I I, I do want to talk at some length at some point about Ron Paul and the so-called gold standard, uh, because this is another kind of interesting uh, pseudo-political conspiracy theory that uh, is making its way into uh, America uh, in many... Again. Again. And it's interesting because just recently, by the way, the Uh, FBI and the Southern Poverty uh, Law Center have reported that right-wing hate groups are at an all-time high here in the United States.
0: Although there was something funny about that, that uh, the KKK's membership had fallen, and uh, the sort of uh, sub-headline on the article was that uh, young people see the KKK as their grandfather's hate group. (laughs) Ah, so oh, that's Grandpa's hate group. I want something newfangled and edgy.
1: Well, I was going to suggest that they just they didn't need to w- wear hoods anymore. They can just run for office. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, Rick Santorum is even scarier than Ron Paul because he wants to s- seemingly undo not only the la- the 20th the, the century Enlightenment. He yeah, he wants to go back to the Renaissance. I, I mean, he would probably have Galileo burned at the stake if he could cast a vote on such a thing. Uh, he wants to undo the Renaissance, the Enlightenment, the nineteenth, the seventeenth century, the eighteenth century, the scientific method, and God knows what else. Uh, I, you know, he is a frightening demagogue, and uh, that he's even in contention uh, demonstrates uh, grave problems that I think confront our nation. Um, though I, I, I think that Santorum's support has been over. Uh, stated by the mainstream media because they're not looking very closely at the at the polling data, uh, the exit polling data regarding his support. It is a uh, main. There, there, there. You know, he. It's interesting that that he's even losing the Catholic vote to Romney uh, in these primaries. Um, he's winning the Christian evangelical vote, and he's winning voters whose main issue is abortion. Uh, They don't ask about sodomy, but uh, that's for the next uh, political scientist to explore, uh, because that's another obsession of Rick Santorum. Uh, But we won't go into that. Uh, As for Santorum's other positions, he's never asked anything about the war. He voted for the war in Iraq, never asked about the cost of it, the human cost. We've seen this overwhelmingly in this uh, tragic uh, incident in Afghanistan. Uh,
0: Which is going to, by the way, just quickly, parenthetically, lead to a long, drawn-out uh, argument, basically, about to what extent is a guy who's seen too much tour of duty responsible yeah. for a heinous individual crime. I mean, it seems to be rather different than, let's say, the Lieutenant Calley melee massacre Yeah, uh, in a number of important ways. Obviously, that doesn't excuse a guy, certainly a father, uh, for, for shooting children point blank in the head. Uh, is I think clearly we're talking about some special kind of insanity. Uh, yeah, and that, I think uh, the fact how that do you punish a guy for that?
1: Yeah, and I think the fact that they've leaked out this thing about alcohol is is fairly relevant too, uh, because obviously self medicating uh, soldiers are very very common. Well, and suicide numbers are really hard to get. They yeah. really that
0: falls under the category of official deaths of other
1: but it's important to remember that the american army did a study uh... during world war two that showed that uh... six months of sustained combat um caused uh... ninety eight percent of soldiers to become sociopaths with the other two percent quote already being sociopaths this is one of the problems with the volunteer army army exclusively um I would suggest that if America had a draft, a real draft again, um, support for the war, these wars that America keeps getting into and wanting to get into. I mean, mind-boggling that I would see a poll suggesting that 47% of Americans want to go to war with Iran. Only 42% oppose such a war. Other people don't have an opinion. This is frightening stuff. How can we be this ignorant? So
0: capriciously enter
1: into another uh, endless conflagration? yeah, and let's remember uh, that Iran is larger than Afghanistan and Iraq combined, both in terms of
0: and then some it's uh, real
1: it's, estate and population. so th- th- this is and the idea that the American military at the moment would be in any position to invade Iran. And or occupy Iran at this point is it's fatuous. I mean, yeah, the, the 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 American military right now is broken because of the prolonged war. It's
0: brittle, thin, uh, for sure. Because uh, since we didn't have a draft, and since a draft would have been political suicide for the Bush administration, that's where they entered into that policy of sending them back extended sending tours, sending them back, sending them yeah. back, back. And this guy was on his fourth
1: tour. That's too many and uh, is simply unacceptable, particularly somebody that had both allegedly been wounded uh, with a brain injury as well as a serious foot injury. He apparently had a sort of permanent limp. Uh, But obviously more facts will come out over the uh, course of the next couple weeks because it's fascinating to me that as soon as the public uh, reports indicated that the United States was negotiating with the Taliban, Uh, Through third parties in either Qatar or Pakistan Pakistan, uh, Iran, uh, India were apparently involved in some overtures Some so-called back-channel diplomacy It's interesting